Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't followed my show yet on the any podcast app that you're listening to me, make sure to follow my show. If you love my show, Give me a five-star review. That always really helps. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. I change everyone's names. So if you have an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about, or not so secret, you don't have to be anonymous on my show if you don't want to be. Um, but if you do, I, uh, I offer that. <laughs> you can send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you go to my website, you'll also see some like links to my YouTube. And on my YouTube, you can kind of see some of me over there. I'm not so anonymous over there. So go to my website to see that, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. If you want to be on the show, just click on be on the show. If you have like a naughty confession that you want to get off your back while remaining anonymous, I change the voices on my confessions hotline. You could call the hotline 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. It's 347 420 Three five seven nine. That's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. Like I said, I change all the voices, and all of the anonymous confessions are aired over on my Patreon, along with all the naughty pics of all of my guests, as long as as well as access to my Discord channel, which is private um, for my Patreon members, as well as the people who call into my show. The Discord is like a forum where everyone's getting super naughty, and people could share anything they fucking want over there. So if you want access to that, plus all the Anonymous confessions plus monthly Q&As plus pics of all of my fucking guests plus early and ad free episodes. You get all of that for only five bucks. I should really raise my prices. I just keep adding things to it and not raising my price. It's only five dollars a month and you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. All of the information to everything I just gave you is in the description. Today I have on George, George for massage. Okay, George gives happy ending massages to hot wives and their husband. And we go back to where his massage experience started. And you won't believe where his massage experience started. I kind of harped on it because I kind of didn't believe it. (laughs) Wait till you hear his fucking story about his early on happy ending massage experience in his teenage years. And he's 19 years old working in a place fingering older women (laughs) like I said I harp on that and all the stuff that went down when he was younger and then we fast forward to after he got divorced and when and why he picked up doing massages and specifically went online and pimped himself out to give massages to women while their husbands watched he went on to SLS He put a call out for some hot wife happy ending massage experiences and his phone Ethan blew up and he has had all kinds of massage experiences with husbands and their wives. He likes hooking up with guys' wives. He has some lessons or some, yeah, lessons he calls them, two lessons. Of if you want to fuck a guy's wife, this is what you do because that's what he's into and this is how he does it. <laughs> but he talks about what he like looks for in a couple what has gone down a lot of people want more than one massage person there and he has another guy that he works with now he finds all his couples on um, SLS he talks about specific scenarios that he thought were really hot and the things that he does and the questions that he asks and how it all goes down and uh it's super interesting I told him at the end like can you send me a pic of like your SLS profile you know because he's on there as oh this guy who does that facilitates fantasies for couples that's what he's into that's really how he sees himself and that's what he's doing and he's giving people like a very uh, to me common fantasy you go for a massage and you wind up fucking the person okay that's like a very common fantasy I think but he does it in real life he really likes when the woman's blindfolded he talks about that too it's very specific but anyway it's a super interesting story 
He sent me in a pic of his SLS profile, pimping himself out as George for massage. He gives a shout out to that profile as well at the end of this episode. He's also going to go into my Discord and share his very naughty pics that he is allowed to share of specific massage scenarios that he has taken part in. He has permission to do that. Because they're not R-rated, I can't post them on my Patreon, but he will be posting them on my Discord. So if you want to see that kind of stuff, as well as see a pic of his profile on SLS, join my Patreon. Link is in my description. I'm going to be right back on with George. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, George. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. And like I was saying, I I feel like I know you. So it's nice to finally speak to you. I love that. I feel like I know people that I listen to their podcasts and stuff. So I'm glad that my audience feels the same way, you know, because typically I'm interviewing other people, but I'm like right there in the combo. So I'm glad that you get a sense of me too and feel like you know me as well as my guests, right? <laughs> well, after a number of the podcasts, you do get to know that, you know, the, the way the voice works and sound and, and the, the tempo. It's, it's nice. Yeah, cool. So listen, I was excited to get your email because I've heard from one happy ending or two happy ending massage girls or a couple, maybe even more than that, maybe a few. But I've never heard from a guy that does like hot, like you do hot wife massages, like you are hired by guys to go in and do like naughty massages for their wife. You have to tell me all about it. So so the answer is no, I'm not hired. I, I don't do this for money. Okay, right, right, right. All right, you do it for fun. Okay, but they they uh, book you. Right. That's the wrong word, right? But they do book you, correct? They do book me. Okay. And almost 100% of the time, 95% or more, it's the husband that does a range it. That's correct. How many, what's the percentage, 95? 95% or higher. It, it's almost always the husband that makes the arrangement. It's hardly ever the wife that reaches out to me. Yeah, I would, I would think so. But okay, let's go back to like, how the fuck, because it's so specific and niche, like how did you as a professional outside of this world, you know, wind up doing this on the side for fun? So I, in real life, I'm, let's say I'm an accountant. That's not entirely accurate, but it's close enough. Yeah. You deal with money. (laughs) Yeah. Suit and tie, right. I'm, I'm looking at tax returns and profit and loss statements all day long. That's, that's my life. Boring. Um, can I go back a little ways and that'll give you some insight. I love that. Yeah. We have an hour. Go all the way back. At the beginning. I'm 19, 20 years old. This is many, many moons ago. 19, 20 years old. I'm in college and I was going to go to bartending school because I thought it'd be a good job for the summer and at evenings, you know, in college. And I went to grad school and it would be a great way to pay for, you know, expenses. My mother had a good friend. It's the 80s. I'm in high school and college and then grad school. So my whole 80s, I was in school. And I'm at 19, 20, thinking about being a bartender. My mother had a very good friend who owned, I guess, what today would be a day spa. But back in the 80s, they weren't quite as luxurious. Mm-hmm. It was a place for women to work out. They were very dated looking. That You know, it looked like something from the 50s. Interesting. You know, what was it called? Like nothing, a day spa? It was like a day spa, but it was a workout place. They had, if you can think in your mind, if you think of an outboard motor on a boat with one of those burlap things that shakes you and vibrates you, it was like very dated, very old style, very, women would go there to work out and mostly they would smoke and drink wine, you know, so it wasn't really very high tech or glamorous. Interesting. And she, you know, it was the place to go. Yeah. Um, She said that she would pay for me to get certified in massage. This is in the North and in the Northeast. She said she'll pay to work in this place. And again, I'm 1920 at the time. She said, she's not going to pay me, but I will get tips mm-hmm. in lieu of her paying me. She'll pay for the certification. And because I'm in college and then grad school, I can come and go as I see fit. People won't, you know, there was no internet back then. So people didn't make appointments. They would just, I would be available and then people would potentially want a massage. Why do you think they were using you to do this like a teenage guy? I always thought 
just to have somebody available and she was my mother's friend. So it was just an opportunity, but I never actually thought about that. Right. So maybe your mom said, give him a job or something. Cause you would think that there's a lot of people that were, you know, that they could go and hire someone specifically that already knows that, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a little weird, but anyway. you know, at 19 and 20, I wasn't that worldly to really think anything about it. To me, it was like, okay, instead of going to bartending school, I'll get certified in massage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was okay. really kind of, Nothing to me, yeah. mm-hmm. but you, you know what? Maybe you're correct. Maybe there was something in it. I don't know. Well, did you wind up fucking that lady? I don't know. <laughs> Not her. Okay. <laughs> the other women there? Um, yeah, you know. Okay, because so there might have been something there. Okay, go on. <laughs> so at 1920, I'm there. We get the massage table. We get a back room and massages are available. But I knew most of these women because they were all friends of my mother's friends. So they're friends of my mother. And the best description I can give you, I don't know if you ever saw the movie American Hustle with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Christian Bale. Uh uh, So all the guys look like Christian Bale, all the husbands. Mm -hmm. And he's a good looking guy in real life. But in that movie, he was not, you know, he was, he had a very specific look and all the women look like Jennifer Lawrence. You know, they look, overly made up and overly dressed and again this is the 80s so right that was the vibe that was the vibe and come to find out none of the women were having sex with any of their husbands that was the vibe were having sex with (laughs) wives you know they're all having sex with the secretaries and the wives are doing i don't know what they're doing Oh, my God. It's so stereotypical. But, you know, where do the stereotypes come from? You know, that, that's where it came from. Yeah. That's, you know, so at 19 and 20, that's when I started to remember I'm working on tips mm-hmm. and it, it became very known very quickly that the women wanted a little extra in their massage. How did that become known to you? Oh, very quickly. A lot of times, frankly, with the women moving my hands, giving them a massage. Right. But this is what I need to know what's in your mom's friend's head. Does she know that women are coming there for happy endings and she asked you, her friend's son, to do it because she knew these ladies would be hot for a 19-year-old guy? Did she, like, did you get pimped out by your mom's friend? (laughs) You know what? I don't know. I never thought of that. I can honestly say I never thought of it. Now, at 19 and 20, I didn't care. (laughs) No, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just like, it's just so interesting. All women 45, let's say 45 to 50, they really weren't older than that. So they were easily double my age or a little more, but they were were attractive. They they looked great. Even back then? Because I feel like, you know, 40-something-year-olds nowadays look like babies compared to, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But maybe, you know, a MILF is always a MILF to a young guy. There's like a thing about an older woman sometimes. But this was also the age, again, it, it, uh, I don't know how old you are, but this was the age of the Jane Fonda videotapes that people would buy, oh, okay. the Tybo uh-huh. videotapes. Uh-huh. So. People in the 80s, you know, I, I think you could say that in the 70s and in the 60s, 40 and 50 year olds looked older. Yeah, yeah. In the 80s, 40 and 50 year olds were looking pretty good. Right. Like you said, that's when it started to change. Okay, I get it. That's I'm still stuck on the fact really that you're being pimped out. I know, but I'm still stuck on the fact that you're like being, you just were hired as a hooker for your mom's friend. I never friend. knew that. <laughs> you're kind I of mean, blowing she, my listen, mind because I never she, really knew that. Come on. She obviously owned a place where she knew women were getting fingered while they were getting massages. I mean, everyone knows. I, don't you think she knew what was happening in the room? The, I don't. The owner? I swear to you. You know something? She's still alive and I still know her. I should give her a call after this. Oh, my God. Don't. That's uh, kind of gross. After this discussion. <laughs> I, no, I know. I, I, I haven't. I really never thought about that. Okay. So you, and it only lasted a couple of years. You know, I'm in college and grad school and that's when it lasted. But were you like, holy shit, like, I can't believe this is happening. Did you tell your guy friends? Because I feel like that's not, you know, I mean, how many other guys would email me and say they had this same sort of growing up experience? Not many, probably like a handful. I mean, how many guys yeah, in their teenage never, years yeah. were plucked out to become massage therapists? Because typically it's, you know, men getting happy ending massages. I feel like women getting happy ending massages is a very small little 
little world that exists somewhere that most people don't even know about. And here you were, like I said, as a teenager, plucked to do this. Did you tell your friends that what was going down? So in the answer is no, I did not tell my friends because I didn't want them getting in on the action, frankly. I, I wanted this to be my I told my father. You told your and father? He thought it was he thought it was I had a very close relationship. We were more like friends. He, he was a great guy. The, I told my dad. And he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. What did you say? Like, how far did you go with the women? Back then, this is again, this is back in, you know, at that spa. Mm-hmm. Mostly, um, I, I guess you'd say third base fingering. Okay. Mostly. Mm-hmm. The, the vast majority. Okay. Did, did most of the it, women want to get fingered or did most of the women just want a massage? 100% of them wanted more. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Want to learn how to give a great blowjob? Well, then you need to get Beducated. Beducated.com is like the Netflix of sex education. With over a hundred courses to choose from, they literally have something for everyone. They have courses on anal sex, cunnilingus, dirty talk, and a whole lot more, including the how to give a good blowjob course. Want to know the best thing to me about Beducated? You don't just learn by listening and reading. You learn by seeing it in action with real people, okay? Most of the courses have videos so you could follow along. I took the blowjob course and let me tell you, they don't miss a thing. Not only do you get a one sheet with all the basics, there's a video that shows you exactly what to do and they don't hide anything. They show you all the basic techniques. They go through each one and then they teach you how to put them all together and they even get into advanced techniques like deep throating, adding in a little anal play, touching the balls. You know, every guy likes things a little different. So these are always good things to have in your back pocket. Whether you're single or partnered up or married for a really long time, Beducated is going to help you experience mind-blowing pleasure and discover new ways to spice things up. So what are you waiting for? Go get Beducated. You could try all the Beducated courses. They have over a hundred of them for free for one day. You will not get charged for the first 24 hours. And they have a 14-day money-back guarantee, so there's zero risk. Just go to Beducated.com and use my code ANONYMOUS to get 40% off your annual subscription. It's only $10 a month. And if you go there now, you're going to get to try all the Beducated courses for free for one day. Go to Beducated.com, use my code ANONYMOUS, or just go to the description, click on the link, and your discount is going to be automatically applied. You know, but again, I peripherally knew most of these women. I knew all their husbands from growing up at like a local... Sounds like a porn. (laughs) But it was like, you know, we'd go to the tennis club as a kid. I was a kid and, you know, we would get little jobs like setting up the chairs. And so I knew all these people, at least peripherally, not my whole life, but growing up. Listen, when you live in a town and you're a young person, like that's your whole world. So everyone knows everyone. I get it. That was my whole world. Yeah, that's everyone's world when they're little. When you're little, you're block. Like when you're even younger, it's just your block is your whole world. And then maybe your town is your whole world. The older you get, like your world gets bigger. But at your age, of course, you know everybody that's coming in because that's that is your world. Those 10 blocks of that radius. Right. I mean, come on. Right. And we'd all go to the pool club. Yeah. And 
the men would be doing cocaine and the women would be drinking. And it was just that was the world back then. Right. Cocaine in the 80s. Come on. It was everyone everywhere. Yeah. OK. It was everywhere. It yeah. was quite literal everywhere. And I'm not suggesting I did it. I was I was still 19, 20. I didn't know that world, but I saw that world. Okay, but how turned on were you doing and did you ever do any kind of cross hookups like they jerked you off or anything or was it just you pleasuring them? Oh, you know what? It was, I, I, I hate to say this, I can't think of them ever pleasuring me except on the few occasions when there was sex involved. So that's a yes. Okay. What do you mean? I can't. That, how are they not pleasuring you if they're having sex? That's like, that's like no, so no, oh, only on the, but that happens so rarely. Okay. So every, a, a couple times you did go further and have sex with these women? Yes. A couple times. Okay. But mostly it was me touching, you know, and giving a full body massage. And they would come in saying, could I have a full body massage? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you did this for a couple of years. How do you wind up telling your father? I mean, some of this, it sounds almost made up. But I'm just because I know that you're like online. You, I, no, no, you have an SLS. I mean, pro, no, no, no. But people are going to know that when we get further into this story, you have an SLS profile where you are doing this. Like people will really be able to see that you're the real deal. You know what I mean? But I'm just yeah. harping on all this beginning stuff because it sounds like a cheesy porn. You know what I mean? But it's your life and you're telling me you told your father. I just need to know how that conversation went. Oh, I, well, if you knew, you'd have to know my father. I, uh, hey, Dad, guess what? You know, that's real. I have happened. this job, and I'm, very... like, fingering all these women, and it's, you know, it's Lisa and Holly and that lady and that lady. I mean, you could tell them who, exactly who, too. <laughs> well, then I found out, actually, if you want to really know the story, I found out my dad was having an affair with a number of the same women. Oh, my goodness. So they're, like, fooling around with the son and the father. Where, where did you live? Is This is like a soap opera. Or a porn combined. It's not. It's not. It's not as tawdry as it sounds. I know that's a ridiculous statement, but it it's is. really not. It was just the way it was. You know, it was. And again, it, for those who were listening who were younger, you had to live through the eighties. You know, people like. But to I do, lived through the eighties. Okay, I'm right there with you. So I. I mean, I just don't know that these. I didn't know that this shit was going down. I mean, it's interesting. That's why well, this I shit was going do my down. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but again. I only found out because of the circumstance that I was in. Yeah. Or else I would never have known. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I have a joke with some of the people that back in the 70s when I was younger, all the same people that I'm talking about now, they were all in a group called Marriage Encounter. I don't know if you know what that is. No. What was it called? Marriage Encounter. Marriage Encounter. It was a. Okay. That's exactly. So if you remember, have you ever heard of Est from the 70s? Like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Est, good, yeah. hippy-dippy yeah. kind of garbage. Yeah. Okay. So Marriage Encounter is the same thing for married couples. Oh. And it, it has a religious overlayer on it, either Christian Encounter or Jewish Encounter or I, I'm sure any religion you can find. Mm-hmm. It, and the joke is the minute the 70s were over and they all stopped, stopped doing marriage encounter, yeah. I'm convinced they all became swingers. And <laughs> just went, you know, they people. went from being, yeah. you know, loving, it, it was such a fake kind of, you know, they'd bring the kids and you, they'd have to write poems to each other. And it, it was just revolting. Hilarious. Okay. I got it. You're painting. So they went from the seventies, that hippy dippy to the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you went, introduced the cocaine to it and everything went, completely sideways i'd love to know is there a way for you to tell me like where this was geographically like i just wonder if the where this was happening actually makes sense or doesn't like if you don't want to say where this was going down would it make sense if you did say where it was going was this in the middle of nowhere or was this in a city you know what i mean it, it was south of boston but i can promise you this took place more places than you can think of. Okay. So it wasn't unique to where I was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. happen to have been south of Boston. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm harping. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So quick, one last question about, you know, your massage experience as a teen. <laughs> um, but that's how it started. So that's why I gave you the backstory. That's kind of how we it started. We need the backstory. That's a backstory. It was fascinating. I could do a whole hour just on that. Let me just ask you. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you ever have any guys come in there or was it just for women? It was a women's 
spa. So there were no guys. Okay. So no guys. So it was just women. Now, were you dating girls at the time as well? Did they know that you were like fingering older women at the same time? So, okay. That's funny. I'm trying to, you know, at the time it didn't mean as much to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's your job. I, I dated women. I dated in college, but I dated. I I wasn't in any committed relationship in college and the same in graduate school. I just dated. So so it didn't mean anything or there was never. So you didn't feel like you were cheating or anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to the cheating place. I'm just wondering, you know, because here you are getting a lot of action from women over at that place that I wonder if you're, you know, needing it as much in your other life, considering, you know, you have this like sort of side hustle. And again, back in the day, there was very little on that side, there was very little full action for me. It happened on occasion, but not often. Yeah, yeah just a couple times. It was you... mostly massage. It was mostly literally me being dressed, massaging the women and them getting whatever pleasure they wanted and then giving me a tip and leaving. That's right. really how it went down. But they would come. I mean, like there was like orgasms happening and shit. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, eventually you start to, you know, live out this fantasy way later on in your adult life. Like when does that happen? Do you ever get married? Like at some point, what go like after you get out of this job, then what happens? So I'd go to grad school, graduate, become a professional. And yeah, I got married and I have three kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, married and now I'm divorced. Um, you know, not for this reason, just, you know, sometimes, Regular sheds. You know, yeah. A lot of people are divorced. We get it. Yeah. A lot of people divorced, you know, finances and, uh, and yeah. you know, uh, you know, okay. So, and now I have three kids in college. So that kind of, again, ages me, you know, what age range I'm at mm-hmm. uh, mid fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids are now the same age that I was at the time, which really blows my mind. Um, and yeah, I was completely out of it. And I, Frankly, and this is going to sound crazy and you may not believe it, I completely forgot about it. It just really didn't even enter my mind. I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that that you know, sounds like, crazy. I don't think about the shit I did when I was younger either. You know, life yeah. goes on and you're busy with other things. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, I never even gave it two thoughts about anything. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so go on. Then two things happened fairly recently. One I was dating a woman, and as a Mother's Day gift, I got her a, we went to a nice hotel, and there was a spa, and I got her a massage, you know, as a gift. Mm -hmm. And she went and loved it, and then later told me about her fantasy with massage and this whole thing, and it led to a lot of things with me and her, and I'm like, oh my God. I forgot. I used to do that too. And, you know, it didn't happen at the hotel. This was like a very reputable hotel. But she told me this fantasy situation and it just got my mind. It was like all those years of forgetting about it came flooding back and hit me in the face. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, and I'm like, wow, she could have been like one of those women. And and I got really turned on by that, actually. It really turned me on. The second thing that happened, I got very sick. And I'm fine now, but I went through a period where I was very sick and I don't want to belabor that to depress everybody and I'm fine. It's a part of my story. So, so one of the treatment to get me better, the sickness was easy, by the way, it was the treatment that was killer. (laughs) You know, there was, I thought the treatment was going to kill me. The sickness was fine. Did you have cancer? I I had cancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the treatment was chemo. the treatment was chemo. Uh-huh. And this particular chemo was very rough. I was actually very lucky. I had a very curable type of cancer, yeah, but yeah. the treatment was very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, and it killed my metabolism and it killed my libido and it killed everything. Yeah. And then after I start getting better and then thinking about the story that the woman I was dating with the massage, I swear to you, I was sitting in my computer and I'm like, I remember this now from the 80s, based on the story that this woman told me. I wanted to do more. I wanted to see her get a full massage. And she was really reluctant to do it. So I wanted to be on the other side of it. You wanted to watch. You want to be like the voyeur of your own life, really, because you were the person doing it. But now you want to sit back and watch that happen. 
And it was a way to kind of re-jumpstart my kind of sexuality after the chemo. All right. Mm -hmm. Because this is what turned you on. This is like what you were wired now and you wanted to go there. Okay, that makes sense. I wanted that was... And and she wasn't into it. So then, out of the blue, and I don't know why, I throw up a webpage, a single webpage, and I join something called SLS, which I think I've heard other people on your podcast mention. Yep. And I say... If anybody's interested in a hot wife massage, I'll bring a table. I'll meet you at a hotel. I, I'll bring the oils, music, hot stones, and I even bring a bottle of champagne. All of us. And I did it just to see, just to see, is, is this really a thing? Is her fantasy, the, the person I was dating, is the other people have this fantasy? Am I the crazy one that I wanted to be voyeuristic? So I did it kind of just as a, what the hell? Yeah, but the way you worded it, okay, is very interesting because you're not putting out there, you're not saying hot space wife massage. You're saying hot wife, one word, massage, meaning you want like a woman who's married. Do you want the guy involved? Like it's interesting that you put it out there as a hot wife, right? Because that involves the husband. I mean, did you have some sort of inclination that this was something that a guy would book because he would have the same fantasy you have and that's the way you'd hook this up? Yeah, you know, that's that's another good question. And, and the answer is I don't know. You're correct. That is the way I put it out there. I don't know if I did that intentionally yeah. or subliminally. Mm-hmm. But but I did put it out there. But I put it out very respectfully. You know, I didn't like. Well, listen, let me just tell you, it was a smart way to put it out there, because like you said, 95 percent of the people doing it are the husbands. I mean, if you put out there like uh, looking for hot women that want massages, I don't know how many hits you'd get. But if you say looking to do some hot wife massages like the husband, you got a hot wife that you want to see pleasured by, you know, that's a different story. You're going to get guys signing up for that, you know. My phone blew up. <laughs> it was oh my God. it was off-putting how much my phone was blowing up. I was well. It I is a very was... specific, interesting kind of listen. That lady isn't the first and only woman, as well as man, who has had a a, a massage that ends up with me fucking the masseuse fantasy. Right? That's a very big common fantasy just go on you know Pornhub and look right there's so many mock-ups of like massage happy ending porn thing so it is like a a common fantasy and I think if you're gonna mock that up for people you are gonna get your phone blowing up it's very specific but it's a big fantasy that people want yeah I got a better one for you I would say over half the people want the wife blindfolded so the entire experience happens blindfolded yeah i've heard that shit yeah okay and about 60 percent want me to bring another person for a forehand massage experience interesting do you think that the blindfolded is like the wife wants that she wants to be blindfolded so she doesn't see the guy or you think the guy wants the wife blindfolded? Like, who's who do you think is, let's make this blindfolded? I think the girl. I, I, I can answer for myself. It it would be me because that's the way I wanted to do it. You want the girl. You want the. But if you're a guy, though. No, no, no. But if you're the caller of you up, you're not you. Pretend you're not you. You're the husband, you know. But remember, I got into this because I wanted to do this with the woman I was dating. Right, so because you're I the do, guy and you get that guys want this is what you're saying, right? I get that the guy wants this, yeah. Right, so you would want your girl to be blindfolded. Yes. Interesting. I, I would see why the wife also would want that too and there would be that involved in it. Um, but it's interesting that you as a guy would find that hot that you're like a part of that fantasy is to have your girl blindfolded and then be be massaged and then taken by that person. It it makes it dirtier. Interesting, right. That the the woman is 100% just going for the, not feelings, but feeling like tactical feeling, you know, yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah, purely for just the physical. Surrendering mm-hmm. to, to the physical. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it, 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 it makes it completely physical. Yeah. And there's a turn on to that. And I get that. Yeah. And it also includes like that stranger sex fantasy that some people have, right? That it just, it adds that on top of the massage thing. It's like stranger sex. Like you don't even know who you're with. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And the difference between now and then, by the way, you know, when I remember the 80s, when it was mostly just touching and fingering, it goes way beyond that now. Obviously. Okay, let's get into it. So your phone blows the fuck up. Okay. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And what happens? So I, the first thing I did is I bought a massage table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did this as just a test to see. I wonder if there's anybody out there. Okay. And are you going to do it at your house? No. Okay. Would well, you rent no. a room when you're doing it? So either I'll rent a room and I pay for it or mm-hmm. the husband will. Okay. Yeah. And I'm willing to pay for the room, by the way, because why the hell not? You know, that's yeah, a very yeah. small investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you your phone blows up. Now, when you're looking through all these things, like what do you look for first? And walk me through that first experience. You bought a massage table, right? And then I'm assuming yeah. you're going in and looking at all the emails you got, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I start responding and I, and I just start asking questions. What are you looking for? What? heat level or I usually say heat level or what and I and they say well what do you mean and I said do you want PG-13 rated R NC-17 or triple X I like that yeah 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 that's a good way to generalize it yeah nobody can I can I use a bad word because is that okay totally yeah well I don't know if you know so nobody says can you fuck my I want you to fuck my wife you know that's too crude and people don't do that yeah And, and and it and it it devalues them because I don't treat people like I'm an alpha, they're a beta. I don't do that. I don't uh-huh. play that. I don't do that. It doesn't interest me. That's not the role play you're into. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't use the word bull. I, do, I, I don't like that. Uh huh. I, I think of myself, again, if you remember you know, the 70s and 80s and you remember Fantasy Island and The Love Boat, I yeah. think of myself as the guest star. I'm the <laughs> guest star. That's how I think of myself. Okay. You know, it, because that's that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Then, meaning you take that. You're meaning like you're taking the bat back seat to them and allowing for them to sort of create their experience, and you're there to pleasure them, like as that side person kind of thing. I don't understand. Well, the, the, when I say pleasure them, it's him through watching, not through yeah. any physicality. Yeah. Just just to clarify. Yeah, I think of myself as helping to facilitate a fantasy. That's yeah. how I think of myself. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I wouldn't say backseat to them. I mm-hmm. would say I'm a facilitator. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I get it. You know, but again, I, if you can think of a better phrase, I... No, I like that. That paints the good picture. So you so you start asking questions, right? And what did most, like, what level, if you're going through, you know, PGR, NC70, like, what rating did most people give you? So they all do the same thing. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. They all say, well, let's presume rated R and see what her comfort level is. And I'm like, uh-huh, you know, okay. Yeah, I okay. get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to say, you know, we're going to go from zero to 60. But it does. Uh-huh. And by the way, the massage that I give now lasts at a minimum 45 minutes. So it's a real massage <laughs> that they're getting, like the real deal. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. But then it gets more heated mm-hmm. at that 40 minute mark. Right. It starts to get a little dialed up. And so I learned two things. And this is two great lessons, mm-hmm. if, if you don't mind me sharing. No, I love it. Then I want to get back One, to the first experience and then okay, some sure. more. Yeah. But tell me the lessons. Yeah. So the two lessons are if you if, if a person wants to meet a married woman to have an affair, uh-huh. go through the husband. <laughs> right. And, and trust me, listen Go to my show. The There's husband. tons of husbands out there that would allow it or want it. It's, there are tons of husbands out there that would allow it. Yeah. Be polite. Mm-hmm. Go through the husband. Don't try that. Don't try to seduce a woman out from under a husband by going, you know, doing something backhanded, you know, like a work colleague. Don't be flirty with the work. You want you're interested in a wife. Go through the husband. Yeah, it's a That's, good lesson. I mean, listen, people have said that, that on my show many other ways, but you sort of putting it out there as a lesson and a way to get that you know fantasy of yours fulfilled i think that that's a that's really smart and it's true 
And you don't have to look over your shoulder with somebody coming at you with a gun exactly. in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. so there's a practicality. <laughs> the, the other lesson yeah. is if either the husband will either ask me to undress the wife or he'll undress the wife. And if she's naked without a towel and without a sheet, you're going beyond rated R. <laughs> That's the, you know, of if, course. if they're ready to go and they're naked and she's on the table, not they're naked. If she's naked on the table, it's going to be more than rated R, no matter what they said in the email. Right. I mean, no one's coming there for PG, are they? No one's coming there just for a massage, are they? I mean, come on. No, nobody's coming there for a massage. Right, right. Well, the, the massage is the bonus. The yeah, massage yeah, yeah, is yeah. the 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 lenyap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bonus. Okay. okay, so those are your two lessons. Can you tell me now, like after you got all that blown up and you're you have all these people to choose from, who was that first couple? You're gonna tell me exactly what went down and you but first I want to know is like why did you choose them out of everyone? Like what is a, I hate to say because yeah, I would think you have some things you're looking for. I know that you're the facilitator of someone else's fantasy, but you know, I'm wondering yeah. what, what you kind of look for on your end. So this has been going on now for a couple of years mm-hmm. and, I, I, it, and there's been a number. So I don't remember the first one. I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I'm th- I, I can think of one of the first ones only because it was very early on and he was very insistent that he wanted two people there. So I had to find another person and the person didn't have massage experience. But I said, you're going to mirror me. Whatever I do, you do. Mm-hmm. And don't talk. We don't talk. Right. But I mean, I hate to sound like Judge Judy. I hate to sound like Judge Judy, but, you know, I have to say what just popped into my head. My mom pops into my head. You just say, oh, the first guy I remember, he wanted two people like why if you were hit up by so many guys, would you pick the one of the first ones, a guy who was looking for something that you didn't even have to offer that made your job harder than if you had all these emails With guys sure. that wanted this, like, why didn't you just go for the guy who wanted exactly what you had to offer available? I, I'm remembering this one because it was very early on. He was one of the first. Okay. And Not the first. his yeah. wife was, his wife was dynamite. I mean, she was, you know, cause he's sending me pictures and I'm like, oh my God, you know, right. she was incredible. Okay. So, so that's why. Mm-hmm. And then he said, Hey, can you bring another, you know, so you offer a forehand massage. So, so it, it, it didn't. Out the jump, he didn't say that. Yeah, okay. How did you find some? Did you find somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> How did yeah. you find someone else? So I went to SLS, which I was, you know, I have an account there. And you can do a search. And I searched for single guys. And I sent messages. And I'm like, this is going to sound crazy. And I know you're not going to believe it. But in and, and a couple of people well, uh, like, crazy you know, on SLS. It, I mean, what's crazy on SLS? Everyone on there is pitching all kinds of sex stuff, right? So it's probably not that crazy. <laughs> you know, a few people accuse me of this is just a way to meet a guy to try to meet a guy. And I'm like, oh. no, it's really not about that. And oh, a few okay. people believe me. And the guy took a leap of faith and he met me and we met at the hotel. Mm-hmm. and he couldn't believe it and he met me and he's holy shit you really have a massage table i'm like no shit and he's oh my god the, the woman's and i i actually i remember meeting the husband actually at a restaurant and i had him stand there because he took her out to dinner and he slipped me a um he gave me the um room card the mm-hmm. you know the key card yeah and so that one he booked the hotel and the guy met me and he's holy shit this is really gonna happen and i'm like no this is really happening and so I found a guy and he's helped me with a, a bunch of them since then. The same guy. Same guy. Well, because I know he can, he's willing to do it. So they come in. Now, does this guy and that smoking hot wife, does she come in and say, hey, how are you? Or is there like a blindfold put on her the minute she gets in there? Like how, what went down? Like you got to give me some details of some of this. Okay. I, I, I remember this one very specifically because okay. this one was unique because so, okay. it was the first time this happened. So I, yeah. I happen to remember this one. This one I remember because I'm wondering how is this going to work with the two of us? Is, is this guy going to not talk? Is he's not going to blow my gig? Is, you know, is this going to go okay? So so we met the guy at the restaurant. The wife doesn't see anything. Mm-hmm. He slips me. He meets me actually in the bathroom. He gives me the card and he said, text me when you're ready and I'll text you approximately when we'll be there. Right. I left a blindfold on the outside doorknob, which I do now. I leave a blindfold on the doorknob. Mm-hmm. So, so the husband, I hear the knock. 
he puts on the blindfold, the door opens, the room is set up, and it's set up. I have a light show going on. I have the hot stones with the lavender oil, so it smells nice. I have a massage table set up. The, the lights are dim, but the light show's going on. And I do the light show for me and for the husband because she's blindfolded. Right. But it, but it, but it, the lights bounce off her body with the oil, and it just makes a great, you know, look in the room. Okay. It's interesting, yeah. So she, there's a girl named I don't know. There's an, a girl, an escort girl that I had on my show that I think she does those lights too. Everyone sets that ambit. Like some people like that as a, a thing, right? <laughs> I, I don't know why. Well, I I do know why I thought of it, but I, that's a different story. It's like a club. I had an ex. I, I had an experience in New York City with that person I was dating, and the Times Square lights were bouncing off the hotel, and I was oiling her, and it, it was it was really erotic. So I try to recreate that. Okay. So that's why I do it. Um, so he comes in and he's walking her because she's blindfolded. And then he undressed her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he asked me to help undress her, which I did. I remember taking her shoes off. I remember her shoes were, they, they were complicated. And I was having, I'm like, I got to take these shoes off. And I'm trying to figure out how to, there were a million straps, it seemed like. And I'm trying to do that, you know, in a, in a sexy, professional way. And then we led her to the table and then I started, I always do a wipe down with the towels and the lavender oil to open up the pores. So I give a whole body wipe down with the, and she was completely undressed. She had no clothes on whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And she's hot. She's got a hot body. Oh, she hot. Was hot. She's hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah, she was, she was all right. Yeah. Yeah. In the sense I got, You've you've obviously heard the expression, if you can't beat them, join them. You know, you've heard that expression. Yeah. And I got the impression that this husband, and and I get this impression for a lot of husbands, that they're either going to go along with this or they're going to lose their wife. That's the only two ways it's going down. You think? Oh, yeah. You think that, listen, I've talked to a lot of guys who have hot wives, and I don't get that sense of those guys with the wife, a lot of times the guy talks the wife into doing these kind of things. It's not like the wife's, I got to fuck other guys or I'm going to leave you. That's how you see it? I, I wouldn't put it that bluntly, but I think there's that <laughs> dynamic. Okay. I did that. This woman was, I mean, she was dialed up. And, and <laughs> me and this other guy yeah. have been with women who I'm like, after, you know, a while with the two of us and then the husband joins in. She's ready to go down to the bar and get more guys. It's if you can't beat them, join them. Right, right, right. I yeah, got it. that's okay. the sense I get. Mm-hmm. That is definitely the sense that I get, at least seeing the people that I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, there are girls like that. Listen to my episodes with Casey and even Candy, who I just said out of me. There's a lot of girls out there that are really fucking sexed up, like wor- worse than most guys, you know? You had one, I think it was about a year old, but I just heard it, that a woman took the hormone replacement bullet. Oh, yeah, I loved her. The testosterone pellets. Yeah, she was having gangbangs. She was, she went, she went from like hardly any sex to Vanilla. she was insatiable. Yeah, to having gangbangs. There was two of them. I don't know which one you listened to, but two of them. I went out and got pellets after that. I'm going to do a whole episode on it. But yeah, she was like literally both. I had two episodes on two women, one older. That was the one that started having DVPs and DPs and gangbangs. And she no, was I didn't in a vanilla. Oh, she yeah. was in a vanilla marriage. Yeah, she was like 56 years old having gangbangs. First time in her whole life. After being in a monogamous vanilla relationship, that was the other one. Was she was thirty something year old? Yeah, it was so much. And she said it was a friend of hers that turned her on yeah. to it. That she said, "Oh my god, you look great!" And I just listened to it, so it's probably more fresh in my mind than it is in your mind. No, I remember them all. They wanted to get the husband on the pellet to keep up with her. Yeah, totally. It does. I trust me. I told you I'm going to do. I went on the pellets. Now I'm doing injections. I'm going to do a whole episode on it. Um, but I, you know, that's another story. Let's get back to yours. So you see a lot of these women that are like, obviously maybe on pellets too. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're on, but they're, they're wound up and the husbands. I don't think can keep up with them. And I'm not that's putting the husbands down. I, I... Yeah, 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 totally. Listen, I have heard of women doing these types of things and I've talked to a lot of hot wives, but I, and I've also talked to a lot of guys who have this situation, but a lot of times like the guy is so horny for it and they're driving it. So um, but yeah, duh, like sometimes, of course it's gotta be sometimes the way that you're saying you see it where the wife is just like super horny and the guy just can't keep up. So there you are. So they, it always goes all the way, right? Do the guys get involved? Like you're having like threesomes and all this stuff besides this, the massage? 
Mm-hmm. Mostly. I would say it goes all the way half the time. Mm-hmm. It goes really far, you know, more than fingering. I hate I hate that expression, by the way. I just, I just, I'm, <laughs> I just always hated that expression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think of a, a nicer way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Third uh, base. It, it, it goes, it, it goes more than that. It's, it's very oral based, very usually with, I, I always bring a small vibrator, you know, like a small one that using it while doing, there's always that. Mm-hmm. And it always causes an orgasm always hundred percent of the time. Right. And then either it goes to sex or the husband will then take over because he's now all wound up or it'll be both of us. Or sometimes because I bring another person, it'll be all three of us. Right. Now, have you ever been hit up for a guy wanting a massage by himself or a woman solo? Or are you always doing couples? I've always only had couples, never obviously with the man. I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying. Not your uh, thing. Yeah. And I've never been... I've never been propositioned by a man, at least not that I can think of, at least not so obviously, you know, maybe if I opened up to it, maybe it would have happened, but nothing I can think of. Right. So your SLS pro, like your SLS program profile is, this is what I'm looking for. Like a hot wife experience. I want a couple. I'm going to make your fantasy come true. I mean, that's what you're looking for specifically that. And that's what you get. The only difference is instead of saying it that way, I phrased it more to them as opposed to what's in it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do it more. Is this what you're looking for? That's the profile. Right, 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 right. How many couples have you, do you, do can you count how many times you've done this? I don't remember. More than a couple dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me some other experiences that, that stand out. I could out. do it a lot more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, you know, I'm a professional and I don't, you know, I have to turn people down. Yeah. So tell me other experiences that you remember. I have a few. There's a subgenre that the the guy, after he wants the wife to have unprotected sex, and then they want to be very oral with the wife. That that happens. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a subgenre, and that sticks out in my memory every time, too. Right. Now, because it's never the person I would suspect. Oh, really? What? Who shows up a lot of the times? Yeah, tell me some weird scenarios of stuff that was unexpected. I mean, th- this is all <laughs> as far as definition of weird. I suppose it's all a little weird, but I, you'd be surprised how many guys that look kind of like a burly guy, bald head, goatee, big guy. They want to see their wife go all the way, and then they want to go in. They That surprises me. You mean the guys that want their wife to be taken by another guy and then them to go in after? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that always surprises me. Um, the more traditional kind of threesome, it looks like an you know, the wives are always very good looking. The husbands are always well put together. They they look like the typical, you know, the couple next door. That's what they look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Have you ever like, again they, seen people that you know? No. Well, I'm surprised that I've never been to the supermarket because, you know, I'm still in the I'm doing this in the community. I have yet to run into anybody. Right. I'm, I'm wondering when that's going to sooner or later that's going to happen. Well, do you look for pe- or the people typically in your area? I'm assuming, right? Because you're meeting them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So you have your area. I mean, you're not dating anyone. Have you, because you get this action on the side through this, you know, online thing that you're doing, is this like you're, you know, fulfilling every part of you that you don't need to go out and date or anything? Are you still single since your divorce? Well, I was dating that one person mm-hmm. for a while. We had a, a long-term relationship. And then when I got sick, I, I felt very self-conscious. And, you know, um, so, yes, this is fulfilling me. And now with my kids in college, I, a lot of my time is with them. So, yeah, this is really, this is my social life. Right, right. And now what do you look like? I, I know that you said, like, your phone blows up. I mean, is there something that stands out to you in any of these emails that you're like, oh, this is the couple I want to be with? You know, I feel like I've asked you that question, but I haven't. it hasn't really seemed like you answered it. Is there something that you look for that's super hot for you? 
I suppose if, if, first, the, the most obvious answer is anytime somebody's offering me their wife, that's that, all of a sudden I get dialed up immediately. So you like taking guys' wives? That's it. I, I, mean, I, 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 I hate thing. to think of it that way, but probably, you know, mm-hmm. um, people who are very, I can't wait for this to happen, and they start texting me, and because you know, I give them my phone number, or you know, or, or on Kick, or some other way to you know, connect, and they start sending me photos. People who get really enthusiastic jump right up to the list, you know, top of the list, because you know that they're not going to let you down, and they're going to be down to actually meet up, because you don't want to waste your time, right, going back and forth with people that are not going to meet up. I, this is going to sound kind of bizarre. I know they're going to be appreciative, and and I appreciate that. Oh, no, that doesn't sound bizarre. That sounds specific. And that's what I'm looking for in these conversations, like specific information. doesn't matter how bizarre it sounds. I don't know how to articulate it more than that, though. No, but I like that. That's specific to you. That's the kind of stuff that makes each person's interview interesting. You know, those kind of specific details that maybe wouldn't apply to other people. So you like people to be, you feel like those people will be appreciative and you like that kind of appreciation. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I, you know, and again, I really haven't put a lot of thought into it, but I, I, I do. And I like when the woman is flirty. I like when I'm doing the massage and it's, you know, the regular massage and I'm massaging her hands and she starts squeezing my hand. You know, she starts squeezing back on it. That just ramps me right up. Right. Mm hmm. And so, like, when you're doing the massage, are you, like, teasing the whole time during that 45 minutes of that real massage before, you know, and how long do women hold out? So the answer is no. I don't um, tease the whole time. I really do give it a massage because, and this is probably more me than them, I, part of my think or, or what turns me on is me thinking, are they thinking, is this going to go further? Right. So I like that. I like doing the massage for however long it goes. Typically, most couples have kids, so we try to keep everything contained to two to three hours. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it. So I try the massage portion to go 45 minutes. And then I start to, then I start to tease. And that can, go on however long until however responsive the person is. Now, do you get specific ahead of time with these couples as far as what their expectations are or if, or if they have any kind of specific things that they're looking for? Is it sort of decided ahead of time what's going to go down or is it like, oh, just, you know, you just get like how far you want to take it and that's the only parameters that are set beforehand? So about 25% of the time, people will be specific about what they want most often they just want to roll with the punches and see Mm -hmm. what happens. Mm -hmm. And then the funny thing is there are some husbands who say, I have certain rules. There's no this, there's no that, there's no the other. Every time the rules are right out the window. (laughs) Just wait till the rules are out the window. Really? What kind of rules do they give you? And then what kind of rules go out the window? Did I be specific? Duh. Yes, that's what my well, show okay. is about. It's fucking specific. Well, yeah, but I know what's on YouTube, so, you know, I... I don't care what's on YouTube. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you're even talking about. What do you mean on YouTube? Uh, that's how I see your podcast. That's oh, how you always see it on YouTube. Oh, I have to edit some shit out on YouTube. YouTube's the worst place okay, to listen so, to my podcast. Okay. Yeah, be specific here, because this isn't for my podcast listeners who where they don't fucking censor me. Okay, all right. So, don't come in her mouth. Don't kiss her. No anal. Yeah. Right out the window. Really? Yeah. You've done all of the above one, with these wives. I had one that she, I swear she could have been a porn star. She looked incredible. Her body was incredible. And she was insatiable. And the husband gave me all these rules. And she wanted double penetration with the other guy. She she wanted it all. Everything on the menu. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she and the husband videotaped the whole thing and, you know, on his phone videotape. That's an old term. And they and he got back to me that they watched it 100 times and they want to do more. And he wants me to set one up. He wants me to bring two other people. Wow. So they want more guys, kind of like a gangbang massage scenario. That's (laughs) he wants me to set it up. And I've already found the third. I'm looking for the fourth. 
Wow. So that other guy, how many times have you double teamed women, you know, with that other guy? Almost half the time. Really? You bring him with you? He, they, they, now, because I changed my profile, I, I offer it, would you like a two or four hand experience? Because so many people have asked for it that a lot of people go, right. we want the four hand experience. Wow. And do you have, what kind of pics do you show? You know what I mean? On your, that profile. Why don't you give a shout out to your profile on SLS if anyone's looking to hire you? Would you do that? <laughs> or I don't know if you're interested. <laughs> Because you are the real deal. I want them to see that. I mean, you're not bullshit. Hey, so like- if, if you go to, if you have an SLS, you know, whether you live in the, the Charlotte area or not, it, it's George Four, the number four massage. George, from and spelling, four massage. That's my username. And my name's George. But George, could you do me a favor? Because I have a Patreon where people post pics and stuff. And I really like specific, yeah. interesting little details for my Patreon members over there. And sometimes like when it's a guy, we're not just going to show a, like a clothed body shot, right? Like the last guy Roger sent in pictures of like the gangbang event emails that he got from the gangbang coordinator. Like that kind of stuff is always super interesting to me. I don't I'll, know if I can you send you massage photos. Well, no, I can't take pictures. I won't take pictures of um, other people. I can't do that. No, what I would love oh. is a picture, a screenshot of your profile. I could do that. Yeah, I would love that. Just for my Patreon members or people to see because, you know, I'd love to, you know, that's like a little sneak peek into like how yeah. you pitch yourself, where you are, you know. So send me just like a screenshot of those that basic stuff. Like I said, I can't do massage. Yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah, perfect. And then on my profile, there's a way to access if you ask permission. And and I've asked permission from these people. I have I have photos of massages where you don't see faces and you see what's going on they're, they're you so know, you have permission are, from I, those people to share pictures those pictures yes okay so yeah. then you could share you as long as they're pg for me no not pg they could be r-rated for my yeah they're paycheck, not r-rated they're they're nc-17 okay so that what you're going to do and i'm going to tell you this you also now that you called into my show will get free access to my discord i have a discord channel that's you know there's probably over 600 people there now um and you as a as a caller and you'll get free access people on my patreon pay for that but you can upload whatever you want and that's the place where you get to post your x-rated stuff so you could feel free when your episode airs i will send you a link to my discord you're going to go on and say hey this is george here are some pictures from my massage that we talked about you know that's where you could share that x-rated stuff which will be great for my audience right but for me what i want is that just profile your profile pic i think that'll be super interesting yeah so no, I'll email it to you if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Of course. Yeah. And we're going to post it. And so your, your thing says like you're George for massage. You, you're still open for business, right? I'm just like wrapping it up because <laughs> we're at an hour. So like you're open for business. Yeah. I'm actually meeting somebody this Friday mm-hmm. and I'm meeting somebody this coming this following Wednesday. Wow. Did you ever think of, because it is, listen, I would think nowadays, I mean, you're a professional and you probably don't need the money, but I mean, you know. Do you take these pics and all this content that you haven't put it anywhere? Because I feel like a lot of people would probably love that because it's, you know, it really is like a fantasy that a lot of people have. But you, you know, these are like real. I feel like on Pornhub, you know, you have a lot of these like fake set up. Oh, yeah. look at this porn. Per- look at this massage going, turning into a happy ending. And we're like secretly taping it. But it, they can't be doing that because that's illegal. Right. So it's right, made up right. fucking shit. But your sure. stuff is real. So if, you know. I the only know. place I haven't posted is when the husband, because re- remember, I can't take the po- photos because I'm doing the massage. Yeah. So the husband takes the photos. Yeah. And then he'll call me after and say, oh, do you want to see some of these photos? These are incredible. And I'm always like, oh, my God, I got to lose weight after I see the photos. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. And then, so then I, I post some of some of them on the SLS so people know it's real. That's yeah, what I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, if you were a young guy that needed some cash, if you started an OnlyFans of that kind of real stuff, amateur stuff of the real deal, you setting up this, you know, fantasy land world, but it's real, like you yeah. probably get a lot of people signing up to see that shit. People are going to come to my Patreon to see it, right? Because you'll post some of the stuff that you're allowed to post. I will. I missed my calling, I guess. I, I never thought of it. Yeah. Well, you um, didn't miss your calling. You're back. You're back at it. It's interesting that you've come full circle from that young kid. It's all your mom's friend's fault. Okay. You're like reliving. Your... Well, that's where it started. <laughs> but then it was then the woman I was dating, her fantasy triggered it. It, it, it. it was like an explosion went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came full circle. And then, like you said, your sickness sort of got you to that place. I'm sure it was kind of like, you know, live life, right? Do what you fucking want. And, and then it. she didn't want to do it again. Yeah. And then I said, 
I wonder if this is a one-off or yeah. if this is real. Yeah. And it's real. Yeah, it's real. And you and you have the uh, pictures to prove it. I love it. I love the yeah. story. It's super specific and very different than anything I ever heard, which I love. You know, I've been doing my show a long time. I'm surprised. Time. I've heard some of your stories. I've heard some of the, you know, podcasts you've done. So to, to give you something unique is uh, I'm very pleased with that. Yeah, totally. I'm always pleased with that, too. Listen, I could talk to a hundred cheaters and every story is still going to be unique. And I still love all the conversations that I have. Um, but this one was super fascinating. Thank you, George, so much for sharing it. Send me the pic of your, you know, the screenshot of your profile in SLS. I'm going to post it on my Patreon. The minute it goes up, I'm going to send you the Discord for my Patreon members for you to go in there and share more stuff. Love it. I appreciate it. It was really great talking to you. It was fun. Thanks, George. Thanks so much for calling in. It'll be up soon. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.